two, three. Why is yours like a space? <laughs> I think that's her. I think that's her natural. I like that movement. Because <laughs> you bring it on. You bring the beat in right on right here. She is. She's a rocker. Yeah. I think it's coming. I think it comes from like a church background. Mm. It's it a tambourine. Say, it's, I was gonna say it's tambourine. It is given tambourine right here. It's, it would have it's to a be tambourine. Like, do you see how thorough it is? Probably why you ain't got no kids. You probably smack the shit out of them. It's yeah. likely. It, without like meaning to, I feel like. Yeah, it'd be. Ref- it would be re- an accidental reflexes? shit slapping out of. Yeah, little you know little good. wrist twist. Little wrist twist potentially. You know, like if she, you know, like she hear like the right. You know what I'm saying? My niece has got a whole song. story about it. Yeah. That sounds right. If she has the right Webby song, right. she's a she's oh, a rocker. Yeah? Like oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, church yeah. choir rock. That. You know I what I'm saying? That. But it's a little extra gangster. She got a little the blood strong. Works. She got a strong knee. It's them shoulders. Yeah. It's them shoulders. All right, yeah. we're gonna switch gears to Lexi was listening to gospel music the other day. I was. Yo, the Black Music Challenge, the Black Music Month Challenge has been lighting me Apple up. Music? They've been asking good questions. It's In- uh, on the Insta. It's on the Insta. Oh. Whose account is it officially? Black oh. Music Month as a whole? I got to check. I miss all the I thought things. I was going to have my iPad. It's not over. I'm going to look at it. It's not connected to Wi-Fi. So. Oh, that yeah, part. I'll put that on my to-do list. But yeah, like they was in their bag with, um, um, what is it? Search Me Lord. They was in their bag. I don't know if y'all heard that song, but the only reason I know is because I learned it from at Oak Ridge. We I had was some kind say. of concert. Mm-hmm. We had a concert and. I can't picture. I just. We, I, it was Are there class. pictures of y'all at church? I'm just thinking about the attire. There's so many levels to like little black girl church clothes. Church. I have pictures of me at church, and I looked like not Easter. Uh, I, I have some because that's when because that's you when you turned up to the max. Yeah, yeah, I have some um, attendance through the plays. You was in the plays? Oh, girl, yeah. Okay, yeah. your mama was a member. Was you married one time? You had something over your head. You <laughs> not had a married. You had, not married. I don't know if I've ever scored a role that large, but I've definitely been an angel or two. Oh, you look, you, you know, know, that's very on brand, probably. Something, you know, you Jesus know. said. My mama you know. would never that involved. We was third row shoddies, but we was never Only until doing extracurriculars. Only until we got too early. early. Like, because I could speak the best out of all the children, usually. Of course so you could. it was like... Damn, Alexis, the narrator put again, you huh? The narrator again, huh? All right. Damn, I'm not. Maybe I wanted to be Jesus. I don't know. You know what? They probably wasn't going for that. You, well, <laughs> now, you know what? You about to morph into your black Jesus phase. Like that one specific hey black now. Jesus picture that hey being now. black people home. Hey, now. Hey, now. I'm you about to hit lie. that era. I almost wore my hair down. I was this close to wearing my hair down just because. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the. It's the. <laughs> It's you. Like. I tried to, y'all. <laughs> y'all, it's a little gnat or something in the studio. And I tried to, like, hit it once and then just slide I hate it when hand. they have colors. You know what I'm saying? That just let me know that you possibly dangerous. That means look the fuck out Oh, it's me. big then. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, like, yellow and it's, it looks, like, Whoa. stinkable. I don't know. You, you shouldn't know? be smacking that with your it's just brown. It's that feels poisonous. It's just a little brown insect. Uh, it might, you know. Damn, now you're making it seem like I'm racially profiling the insect and shit. Well, it's brown, no. so, you know. I'm just Danger. saying, like, it probably ain't <laughs> a bee. That's what I said. It's not a bee. You know. It's not a bee. All right, cool. Well. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Let's dive into it. Hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> How you feeling? Girl. How much time you got? How much wine you got? Get something off of my mind We spilling the tea so I'm feeling alright Ain't gon' dim my night I was made to win the 
find it. I know I can find it. Red colliding. I know I can find it. I know I can find it. Red colliding. I was gonna come over if that's okay. All right. All right, let's go. What's up, everybody? This is Lisa's, a.k.a. Holy Lex. And this is the Radical Alignment Podcast. With me, I have my lovely co-host, Corey. <laughs> this is Corey. What happened? What happened? Did I not do it? No, I don't know. I'm holding my, my spear fingers back. It's because I didn't say look Corey because I know you like that name better. No, I don't. I know I don't. you like that name. I do. Better. I don't. Yeah. I know y'all do. Uh, okay, well, I'm here. For my experience, bring it back LaCore. like transported. LaCore, aka the Black Daria. The blackest. And to my right, your left. Mm. You know who it is. She got her ankles out today. Mm. Double strapped up. Mm. Be capped up. Freshly oiled. Freshly oiled. <laughs> <laughs> aka the six upside down. And I now, I was practicing hand movements, but then I realized yeah. if I I still got to make nine despite the six, so I'm gonna keep working on it. Probably maybe by episode three, you know, like what if them it's it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna look real gangster when I get it together. I don't like it. I don't like what I just did. <laughs> but, I'm a, but I feel like you. The I scoop. like the scoop. Yeah, like yeah. The scoop. It was a little scoopy scoop. Mm-hmm. You know, a little mm-hmm. scoopy scoop. We was talking yeah. about ASMR um, earlier. And I was like, I wonder if there's like a category for ASMR of like ashy skin getting oiled up. Um, Cause I sent Lexi a picture of my ankles before I got. <laughs> <laughs> I needed somebody to witness. That was peak Ariana. Y'all. The foolery <laughs> of my ankles. Um, she be acting like it's an accessory. That's the shit that be blowing me. Like I'm like, I'm like, cool. You on your way? Oh, uh, yep. You know, like, or what did you wear to work today? I was, shit, sweatpants and ashy ankles. Wow, that's. You I'm know like, what? I need to work through that. that. I was like, because it it really was. I was like, look what I did. Like, look how ashy I got today. <laughs> like, it's almost like a badge right. of honor. I was gonna say it feels very honorary. Yeah, I'm gonna work through this. I'm ready to go back to therapy. I feel like that. Look, you know, like. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> no, I'm ready to go back to therapy. I think yeah. I'm taking rebellion to a whole nother level. Look, man, you probably I'm, don't need to go. Look, I'm just happy to be here. It's been a long road, and we have a new home, as everyone can see, 5226 Studios. So mm. we'll be having the grand opening info for y'all real soon. Yay. Real soon in the place to be. You know, it's, wow, this is new. This How is radically new. aligned. It very much is. Like, you know, shout out to 5226 Studios. Shout and out. the entire crew. Um, DJ Q, um, he ain't got his knees out today, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> keep here rocking with us today, you know what I'm saying? Like, Corey with, look, Corey with Copics Photography, he, you know, he behind the camera today. Make sure you go book him. He's a cool We guy. know celebrities look. now, we y'all. Know celebrities. We, we know, know celebrities. We now. know KCGP candidates and winners and such and you know such. What I'm we got our homie Glenn Walters in the house today, you know what I'm saying? Swag. Just, you know, we he needed that shout out, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like it's very few people like just in life that you just like immediately click with and it's like yeah like so I love that I love that y'all should have so, been at Black Futures if you weren't at Black Futures you just missed out and that's the last because that's time. where we met Glenn for for reference right 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 he right. was like hey y'all here go my camera start talking <laughs> a <laughs> couple real times casual, real, Yo, casual. real casual real <laughs> casual real casual and I be not look I don't like that though like <laughs> I had to actually figure out what I was gonna say like which it's a lot more difficult than you guys would think. Um, 
most of what I say is logaria. If you need to know the definition of that name, of that word, feel free to look it up. Um, not going to do it. Um, already leading. Already <laughs> leading. Already leading. Already. Look, we got, we got a couple more announcements, and then we going to hop back into the convo. I've been listening to the feedback, and, you know, I'm going to try to get Do the hot pans again? What the? Oh, okay. The hop in. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't know if y'all did the little Shibuya roll call, the jump in, the jump out, and then turn yourself. There's only oh. that kind of technique. Did you ever yeah. see Bring It On? Three, one? two? Is it the, the one where they did Shibuya? Oh, God. Is it with the Solange? one where not? With Solange? Oh, you wasn't even referencing that. Okay. okay, no. I just didn't know. Like, I just know that that viral video of <laughs> Hayden Panettiere, like, doing that. And I'd be like, man, not too much on my movie. Like, not too much. I was like, oh, that's 06 was a wild time for everybody. Not too much on my team. But I at the same time. I absolutely cannot watch that scene without, like, literally, like, I'm sure my neighbors hear me. Like, the, I'm sure the... the thing? Yeah. It was the run for me. It was the... It was the run. And but you couldn't say it was the elbow. You couldn't say nothing about that. It was the chest. It was the, the, the elbow. The chest. And then, but it was like the dude, like, smelling her. It was like, is that like... Like, they was... They was 06 this close. was a wild time. It was this close. And that shit just kind of threw me for a loop. And I can't watch that clip without completely laughing my ass off. So... Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. That um, part. Yeah. I need I somebody to do a compilation of all of, like, the dance movies featuring, like, a white woman doing something very, doing like, culturally choreographed. <laughs> and I need, like, I need that in compilation form. Oh, my God. It probably exists. Some, it probably exists. You want, we, I will do the deepest internet search for this, quite frankly. <laughs> somebody needs to do it. I'm do it for it. you, and somebody I might have to, to do it, it myself. But it's a I, study. I know. It's a very specific. It's got to be a very man. specific, like, step up. Bring it on. I've never seen Step Up. Whoa. One, two, or three. Whoa. Is I there a three? The first one. I've seen the first one. I think one. there is. They, they got a like Tiana crazy. Taylor in there when it was getting kind of dry. I know but... what? That summer of like yeah. Step Up, Sean Paul and Keisha Cole oh, and like yeah. Sierra. Yeah, like that soundtrack oh, season. Oh, oh, that was that oh, yeah. That was that girl. Yeah. Matter of fact. That was I, a moment. They, but you know they started clowning on Sarah from Save the Last Dance. I was Julia gonna Stiles, say when she was doing like it was like this this routine got her into Juilliard. I think it, I was when like, you damn. See it done again, it'd be like, oh, somebody somebody did the you know did the choreography like a black woman did it, and it was like, oh, you, it was right that chair. That, the irony that of them having that little cheap chair at Juilliard of all places. <laughs> the irony. They gave her a folding. <laughs> they gave her a spade chair to do her damn they routine. Did. They, did. they did. They did. And that's then, what she had practice with, so that was perfect. And it's, uh, the shiny, exactly. the shiny like faux leather pants, I think, brought it all together. Truly, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> no, the faux leather pants. No, you're not wrong. It was you're a capri wrong. too. Back when <laughs> we was capri at one point in time, y'all remember the capri? It was a very, it was a very. Watch me squash thing. this shit. <laughs> I have never felt that more. Yes. I have never felt that more. There are so many like random lines that I remember from. Open this. up your pretty brown eyes and look the hell around. <laughs> Yo, that is Lexi's line. <laughs> it really Gary is. Washington was in her it's bag. Carly, y'all it's need the to tone. know. The, it's the tone. What would you call that haircut? That curly bob era of Carrie yes. Washington. Yes, because it's an HBO one. movie called Our Song, and she went off, and that was that same yes. "I'm on my way" era. Yes, I can't Unmatched. believe we like we gonna talk about like we gonna talk about anti villains because uh, I feel like mm. everyone have to does talk about that like later on era. in the season. Yeah, I mean, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. We I found I'm, out we follow the same tarot girls. 
Look, <laughs> the same Astro Girls. Wouldn't that I'm just be saying, radically like, aligned? I'm learning that I'm empathizing with the villains a whole lot more. I'm yes, just like, you know what? Well, <laughs> the villains always just have a better origin story. There's, it's way better. It's way better. Like the Cruella movie did numbers. You got to empathize. Yeah, you watched it, of course bullied. you did. I watched it on a plane, if that makes it any better. But then I watched it again. I was like, wow, yeah, I really like this movie. It's mm-hmm, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, it's a little twisted. It's just enough twisted for children to where it's not like traumatizing. So I like it. It's I good. don't feel like our the listeners are gonna go find it. Can you just spoil it? Spoil it, Cruella? <laughs> or yeah. not. Or not. What's it on? Like Hulu or HBO? It's on Disney Plus. Okay. Oh, that's for the fans. It's on Disney Plus. It's on not the go I know people that. with money. Somebody fancy. got that. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. That you know, like, I mean, if you wanna come over, you know what I'm saying? I got a few uh, resources. No, I'm saying moving And you forward. usually do have snacks, so. I'll be having snacks. That feels like and a, a comfy offer. room. I'm going grocery shopping tomorrow. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's going down, oh, what's guys. happening? Yeah, I'm about to start cutting my fruit like you and putting it in large bowls. Shareable size. Do you color coordinate it? <laughs> she- you're ridiculous. <laughs> Both of y'all are ridiculous. It should actually come. Wait, wait till, wait till the episode, guys, where we have Corey read our phone screens. Like, she is Miss Cleo with the phone screen, and I... It is my favorite thing. I wasn't ready for the read she gave me. I was like, this is, like, more intense Break this science down. It's more intense than palm you know, reading. Let's just make that a whole segment. We'll just wait. I was we'll like, just, did you just read my life? Like, I will say I feel favorite. obligated to color code my apps now that I got a new phone, finally. So I feel like I you have to, definitely like, get there. But I already have categories. So it's like... Are you a folder person? Uh, yeah, but I feel like mm. it's a good brain break. I feel like it's a good reset, you know, takes the place of like word puzzles that I probably need to be doing or something, you know, for brain That's stimulation. And word puzzles? Mm-hmm. I play the game 20, yeah, what's the game, 2048? It's really good. It's it's a good game. It sounds like a card counting Brain game. stimulation. It's like, you know, like a tile game, like where you just slide them around until you get 24. The goal is to get 248. Sophisticated oh, okay. It's... It's a sophisticated Tetris. Is that what Tetris? I said Tetris. No, that shit is still hilarious. But yeah, it's sophisticated with a little math, a little math, like you Ooh. know, if you like to. But it's luckily the same math problem over and over again. So it's you do like math. Don't do that. No. I wouldn't even <laughs> say it. I will. <laughs> I didn't want that to be the moment. Oh, like count man. me out. Because <laughs> I feel yeah. like there's still hope for me. Numbers. Man, sorry. It's just, it just feels like we've, we've it's been so long. Like even though it's been kind of like our normal hiatus time, Listen, but it just feels extra it was long. it was admirable it of you to have topics. Long. I was ready to just come in here and start running my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's honestly gonna be the first half of the episode. But and if, if you have a problem, y'all know then how you just go. the hell on over. This feels that's like why y'all, we in y'all car, yeah. we in y'all's cubicle with y'all. Like you just yeah. wanna just we just catching up. Good for some cubicle talk. Look, we ain't about to get no cube. work done. You don't get to work and clock Shut in the door. You gotta, Slide you gotta closer. scan through some emails, check Yeesh. your phone a couple times, you know, make sure your snacks are where they left where you left Man. them before you get to work. Don't let me get any free time. This okay. is like after staff meeting when you ain't got no energy left to do nothing else. So we just gonna talk. Yeah. I'm I'm like t- like 50% less productive after a staff meeting. Like you just wanted me to be so social in that moment. You wanted my camera on like and as a Beyoncé of my my job. Um yeah, it's it's just it's very much it's it's a burden. It's a burden for me to just have that much energy for for y'all the whole time. I'm the entertainment. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the entertainment, okay, in these little tiles. You're the you know icebreaker. I'm, I'm the icebreaker. 
I'm the one who always talk first because I have to wait for that awkward that. silence for every. I'm like, all right, ain't nobody gonna say nothing. I guess I can. It's almost like they look at me to be like the. Oh, you probably are the leader. Go and go. You're the ice. Go and go, Lex. Got anything to say, Lex? You might as well just. They might as well just call me out in the meetings, but they don't, and I appreciate that. But you know, feels more willing. But sliding into. <laughs> Sliding into the rest of our announcements, or else we will be here for two hours. We ain't, we ain't seen y'all in a while, so you know we got to get to talking and, and chit chatting and whatnot church and such. Which, but the mm-hmm. church announcements, mm-hmm. um, Juneteenth is coming up, which means Black and Brown's gonna be a year old. Like, oh, okay, I have a baby, I have a toddler. That's what I'm it's crazy. It's not even gonna be like a regular boring ass one year old like birthday party like where you show up and you got to act like this kid is going to remember this shit like this is going to be so fun you got to act it's really more for the parents like you know you just got to do all this extra shit you know what i'm saying to make it look like you're a good first year parent like look i kept this nigga alive for a year so essentially uh, that's exactly what it feels like if there are any parents like. if there are any parents listening all the effort you put in your little first one year old birthday party it's not boring like like you just Lexi just ain't gonna pull up, but you you. How about, I went to a I went to a one year old birthday party this year, and it was exquisite. However, it was boring. <laughs> it ain't for the baby, like that's I, facts. I, it's boring for the baby. It's for the baby playing with the boxes saying? and the gift wrap and shit. You done got this baby a that, whole Tonka truck. Never that's the, the you know, like, you done got this baby. You done got this baby that's all kind of ice and savings bonds and shit. Like they don't give them shit. They just Not like. A all they do is like you know like awkwardly smash into the cake. That's that's pretty much that's their job, you know. And that it's, is real. I don't really have. No, all right. You're not wrong. <laughs> all right. You're not wrong. I really have much more than that. But anyways, back to the one year of Black and Brown. The first and only all <sighs> Black and Brown Smart Bookstore is turning one years old, and we are having a mother block party. Are right. I'm excited. Look, I can't wait. I'm. I want to throw up in my mouth right now, and every day until June nineteenth at five thirty p.m. Uh, but I'm excited. First year, I haven't set anything on fire. It's gonna be lit, lit, <laughs> lit, 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 lit. Pun intended. Um, but also I'll super dope. Black and brown businesses. Sparker Kitchen's pulling up. Slanging some Phillies, street tacos, Cafe Oyama serving special drinks. Um, some live performances. We got DJ J3 DJing on the ones and twos. No play also wrapping up the block party on no the play ones Dre. and twos. We got Jazz. We got the Royal Chief. We got Woodland Ave, Flair the Rebel, and some comedic relief from Hillary. Hillary. Yeah, yeah. Hillary's can you can you tell us how you curated all of this? Cause you Man. y'all know Corey's so modest about all the hard work <laughs> she puts in. This woman has spreadsheets on spreadsheets. <laughs> Y'all, can you just 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 touch Real on how you spreadsheets, guys? Real <laughs> color coded. Oh I have never used Excel more than today. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've made like ten spreadsheets since Rupee Car. Oh, we gotta talk about so that. Nice. So many we good things. About, yeah, there's so many. But yes, the yeah. tell tell us about how you just oh, put man. this all together. Okay, the short version is. That might have been a mosquito because my ankles. Are I told you. I told you. I said it needed to die. If we didn't hit Before the show started, the started then Ariana's going to go over there. I'm thinking she's going to use the shoe. She's she <laughs> over there. Y'all it didn't was, see. It Show them what you did. Show them what you did. Show them what you did. 
So listen. <laughs> she battered wall, it at least. Right? You know? It went out of the wall and I just knocked him back into the wall, but then he jumped. So you know, a little battered. If, if we didn't have these cameras, I would have got up. I'm just a victim. You know, here. I'm trying to acclimate to a new setting because I'm like, we got cameras on now. I can't just jump across the <laughs> Meanwhile, room. Meanwhile, this nigga done slid up Corey's little leg, her little ankle. You know what I'm saying? No, because we was trying to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> to you. Now, why am I in now, it? Now, why am I in <laughs> it? No, because you was talking and I'm literally. looking at Corey like, quite like, literally. I, I wanted I to. It. Hopefully. Ah. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought, look, I was just saying, like, that's going to be a problem if that nigga come over here and slide look, by my no, ear. He found, it could he found be the right one, apparently. Detrimental, um, but. Sweet me. Oh, okay. So, how did I do this? The short version is, I just. It's all community. So everybody that I worked with, whether they put books in the store, had me pull up at an event, pulled up at something I did, say nice things to me, give me things, like whatever. Talk about the the store to other people. Like I wanted to make sure that people supported them. So all the businesses that are pulling up are businesses that I love to support and I believe other people need to love to support. Yeah. And then, of course, the live talent was... Some of my homies, some of the people that I'm like, now nah, you got really good vibes and music taste, and hopefully it's going to give something that's a little bit different than, you know, some of the music that we hear. And hopefully it's like a little mix of some indie vibes, some local artists. And so yeah, it's going to be a good black ass song. Yeah, I saw the bill and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, Not she had time. Yeah. Oh, you had time today. And look, and I'll be emceeing it, guys. If you see me, please wave at me. I'm going to need somebody to wave at me. Um, so... You know, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have a great time introducing the people. You know, I like a little flattery here and there, you know what I'm saying? And I know so. y'all coming to buy books. Yeah. So, I'm going to be twining. Um, I was gifted the responsibility of twining in, 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 in the things, Look. you know. Speaking I had some good this. practice. <clears throat> At uh, the Rookie Car Show. Yeah. yeah. Can you, we, Corey, look, Corey and needs to say was it. in there with a system, okay? Corey needs to say it. Corey, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, when it. we mentioned the Rookie Car Show, what are we talking about? What happened since this oh, uh, brief black and brown hiatus? I mean, not black and brown. Radical, Radical alignment, alignment. <laughs> hiatus. Look. Um, y'all just make me want to throw up in my mouth all the time. Okay. That, so. <laughs> you have to find another word or another I phrase. I don't that's like it. that. I don't like that's, that. That's it. Like, I start tasting it. Then it's just like, I don't. <laughs> That's a choice. <laughs> that is a choice. That is a choice. I feel like it was um, an insinuation. Do you okay. remember that episode of The Office? Everybody <laughs> started throwing up. Oh, I don't need it. Oh, I don't yes. need it. But yeah, that's that's exactly okay. You're right. Um, so black and brown, but. Yes. Okay. So really, the Radical Alignment podcast pulled up. Skirt. To a little, you know, I'll give you that skirt, down skirt. to Midtown. You know, we did some things at the Midland, um, and we were the Kansas City stop. So Black and Brown was the official bookseller provider for Ruby and her world tour stop in Kansas City, and so we slang books. For hours, and really, y'all held it down because that that day was for anyone that doesn't know. (laughs) Rupi Carr is just a like New York Times bestselling, worldwide known author that writes poetry that people love, and somehow, some way, Corey's radically aligned self just happened to be hand selected to be the official book retailer for her world tour stop through Kansas City, real casual, and had documentary people pulling up and wanting to know about her business. So yeah, look, we had to sign contracts, yo. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, I'm gonna like, read oh. this later, but I'm gonna sign it. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna sign it for now, but in the meantime. But know. very, very proud of Corey. And even Amazing. like the people um, with her team. So everybody's like, oh my God, you met Ruby Carr? I was like, well, we met her, everybody in her team. Everybody but, else. <laughs> yeah, and, and like her sister was like, we travel all over the world. Like, you do not have to tie these books. And it's like, boo, yes, we do. <laughs> um, they come from black and brown. The they aren't right. Tied. Like, it's gonna be, it's <laughs> gonna hit way different. First of all, let us do us. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, and then the no best part. Our sister, but you know, sell y'all shirts and we're gonna, we <laughs> gonna twine these books. We're gonna twine these books. The best part was like while Rupi was on stage, like she was like, "Oh, can I borrow somebody's book?" And it just so happened somebody on the front row had a black and brown copy, and she was like, "Oh, this is fancy!" <laughs> yeah. And then she like dramatically pulls the twine. It was a moment. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It was a moment. Yeah. Y'all were connected in that moment. I believe that the twine is essential. Thank it's you guys essential. so much for holding me down too, like because y'all didn't have to, and also yeah, like y'all really were. <laughs> Working the counter we was the and like face. doing we the thing. We were the face. We? But people was pulling up like, are you Corey? Yeah. It was a day. Are you Corey? <laughs> like, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry. But she's coming. She's coming. She's going to be back. She'll be back. But y'all held priority. it down. Yeah. She's actually good at doing multiple things at one time. She's good at being in multiple places at one time. Cheers too. to you for delegating. Yeah. I feel like if we run it back to like season one or two, like <laughs> we'll mention... Yeah, <laughs> cause uh, that's my you got back trick. way Look, quicker than I thought you would. That's my newest trick. I was like, oh, the graduation. <laughs> it's my newest trick. Look, oh, you pick it. me up, drop me off. Newest trick. I love that. No, you did. Shout great. out to my you therapist for suggesting it. So <laughs> yeah, shout out. Help. Hello. Yeah, like shout now, out. help me. We good at helping. Like, Look, slide mm. on no, you guys were amazing. Help, you know what I mean. And thank you in advance. So when y'all hear this, you know, it'll be around block party time. So hopefully you're listening to this and then you decide, you know, let me pull up. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or you'll be you'll be listening. You'll be sad that you missed it. Right, right, but right. still come pull up. But thank you guys in advance, like, for holding me down, being my MC, being the, the face at the counter. Y'all are doing the thing. And the photography. Also, y'all, when y'all pull up, make sure y'all look fire because... The black and brown official photographers are obviously going to be there to capture all the moments. So, you know, I'll be there. I, I will be there. I'll be in Blend a, doing lace, a thing. Baby. You Blend your lace, baby. Blend your lace. And but buy books. And if you're going to buy a book, I just had to bring my book because I cracked it open a little yesterday. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? You, What's look, the book of the month, Lexi? The book of the month is The Will to Change by Bell Hooks. Men, masculinity, and love. Mm. <laughs> It was a Medea moment. No, Don't worry about I it. No, nah, you doing I great. Liked it. No, I like that. I liked that. it. Dog, I am already, I'm only like four pages in, but I'm just like, oh. You, Get your life, right? It was like, you see my highlighter was in there. Cause like, I was like, already? Bell, you're yelling. Look, you know I'm, how I'm she likes house. You know how she liked the row. You know how she liked the I'm row. not even in my house, but like the way she says things just really. When did. I first like yeah. found out about Corey's love for Bell Hooks, like I had heard of Bell Hooks. I'd heard about All About Love. And then I was like, oh, I have this whole like system of how I think I need to read these books. Like I got to read All About Love. Then I got to go into salvation then i can get to the search for love or the search communion, for yep. communion or yeah mm -hmm. communion mm -hmm. then i was like and then i can read the will to change and Corey's like or you could just like read one like you can just <laughs> you could pick up whatever but the way like bell hooks has structured her like novels and touches every facet of this mm -hmm. one's about men obviously um so yeah why'd you why'd you feel like that needed to be June. I mean, Corey has the whole year planned. Let's start there. But you no, know, the Capricorn in me just can't go nowhere without instructions. I mean, it's valid. <laughs> but you know, it's June and Father's Day happens to fall on 
you know, Juneteenth this year. And so for me, it was really important for us to center conversations around men in our lives, but also like Bell Hooks is always going to pull up and let y'all know that she is a feminist at all intersections of life. And so whenever we talk about feminism and black womanhood and black love in our community and black men, the moment you drop the F-bomb, people are like, oh, it's not about me. It's not for me. And it's like, no, no, no. We all should be feminists, and men especially. And let's have this conversation about what it should look like. And let's talk about love. And let's make men the focus of that conversation in yeah. the most bell ways possible. And so if you know bell hooks, you know sis like to pull up yelling in all lowercase letters. Yelling in all <laughs> telling lowercase. all your business. But yes. This time it was just really refreshing, and I think we just don't have enough conversations. And I always want to talk about love and relationships and childhood trauma. And I want us to, you know, I want us to move the needle, but I want men to kind of not take it away, but also like, y'all, come on, get throw throw y'all's skin in the game and let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. You're involved in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, if if we are pursuing relationships with men um, for. Skills me uh, for anybody who dates men um it's it's very important for that perspective to not be skimmed over and she made that very clear in yeah. her in her her forward or are they author's notes i don't know mm-hmm. the first part of the book yeah she, she made it very clear like yeah we can't like she she called out feminism if anything like within yeah. the first couple pages of the book saying like you know feminism usually focuses on hatred of men and you know dismissing and getting rid of and hoping the motherfuckers die like and it's just like nah like but that's like but admitting that that is not not what we actually want to do yeah is 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 very essential and i feel like i feel like the conversation already has started and i haven't even gotten to the meat of the book yet but like we will keep y'all updated as we go on make sure you show up to book club it's moved to every friday every last friday Friday of the month so pull up you pull up with I'm your saying? book, pull up with something to drink until we get back in rotation, and then also pull up ready to talk about daddy issues because that's it's a lot of that. Ooh, it's a baby. lot of daddy issues. It's it's so much. I who she was not playing. I just was like, damn, it's page three. Relax. She, don't, relax. she don't know how to relax. I just ate some Thai food. Like now I'm just like, you know, I feel like, you know, it was spicy and now you know, like And then like men be wondering <laughs> why we try to like gift books and stuff. And it's like, yeah, because what, what good is it if I'm the only one reading mm-hmm. this? Like, do y'all remember you the TikTok where the girl was like, when he leaves his phone and you start yelling things into the algorithms, <laughs> like, men going to therapy. Look, men need look. It. Oh, I need that TikTok, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, need that. you got TikTok yet? I'll get the TikTok and I will send it to you. Okay. Because I have access to TikTok. Imagine getting a whole new phone. And I... Anyways. Send it to me on my TikTok. I ain't gonna. I'm gonna start. I don't you know out. what my TikTok username is, but mm. I'm How on you don't the know tic- what your TikTok username is. Mm. That means you ain't been looking at the TikToks I've been sending you. Mm. Wow. You want to check my TikTok? I watched four videos Y'all today. Ourselves at this point, you know, what I'm saying like I, I they're still able to be a watched. To my madness. But I just nobody I just watched the four that you sent me today. So, so I will stay on wow. pace. I will just keep the pace wow. on pace for everybody else, and that is what that is called grace. That is called grace. That is not called. And that's what I'm gonna offer. Lexi has Grace. this um, that is not ability Grace. to know. <laughs> I'm caught up. I've watched the four from today. There's a method to my madness for it, for everything that I do. Corey and, is TikTok. You know, and if she does something and, you know, you don't follow through on that part, then it's like, well, that ruins everything. <laughs> and so Whoa. then uh. <laughs> you got to catch up. You got to. 
Listen, but I do watch them because they're always good. Hey, they're always know, good. That's good. We will we will definitely dive into my TikTok addiction um, further. Um, it's become a love know. language and like <laughs> the people nearest the and dearest to her heart. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving me the clothes. That's what I'm saying. I'm so glad we have Corey here to wear. But oh, there's multiple. The other Corey's. Corey. Sorry. The OG Corey, Corey. the photog here. You know what I'm saying? Copics Corey. Like, you know, Copics. Let's call you that. That's work. That's a good name. Y'all look Glad up Copics. Copics here. Book with that man. Y'all, y'all be y'all was missing the faces. Y'all was missing Corey's listening faces. And like, I think she needs to see what they look like. So <laughs> Corey is a victim. Exhibit B. <laughs> I just, y'all see me sitting here. Y'all see me sitting here. I ain't said nothing to nobody. All I said was send it to me on my TikTok and I'll watch it. And that's it. That's What's a good word for it. The tiki top. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all I, that's it. And that's all right. And that's all right. And that's all good. So we're going to hop in. We're going to hop into the topic only because it's, you know, business as usual for us here. Um, I see what you did there. I like that. <laughs> you know, whatever that looks like. Um, but my beef with business as usual right now, because I'm very, very sensitive in my workplace right now and I'm noticing it and uh the world is changing around us like honestly like the whole business as usual is is totally fine but it's just like cool we just gonna have all of this transformation that I have to experience (laughs) in the process of this business as usual and I think we just need to start admitting that not shit about what we're doing right now as usual um that part and being, in my opinion, just being honest about it. And that's all I really mm-hmm. ask for at the end of the day. Like, and I finally, you know, at my big girl job, I, I had a conversation with my supervisor. And at first I was like, nah, I'm not about to like go in on how frustrated um, I am with a lot of things that are going on. But it, like, I don't know. I don't know. I was maybe hormonal that day. And I was like, nah, I'm going to have to run this for you right now. That's Because right. I hear what you're saying, but no. Um, yeah, business as usual just doesn't exist for me right now. Um, I just feel like all of the things that are going on, like the desensitization to like what what is going on at all times, um, quite frankly, um, is it's kind of throwing me off with, with the whole business as usual thing. Like specifically, if I want to be get specific, um, I was on the phone helping one of our um, the the stores we service, and like I'm not kidding. Like after after all of the technical issues that keep happening, but I I went home to try to finish off my work day, trying you know like get everything together. The first person that I was on the phone with, like was experiencing a shooting in the mall that they were located in. Yeah, like yeah, like I was like yeah, let me just you know like. Fix your computer. Oh, she's like, uh, I got, first of all, the fact that she was actually willing to explain to me what was going on was like, oh, um, well, well, I got to go. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, she was like, there's, and then you hear people in the back, like, frantic, like, there's a shooting. There's a, there's a shooter in the mall. There's a shooter in the mall. And I was like, there's, like, get off the phone, girl. Like, go, like, go, 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 like, help yourself. But it was just like, huh? And then I put it into the, you know, like our general chat, like within our, within, you know, my department and like, I don't, nobody really blinked. Like one person reacted to what I said, maybe, maybe two. And I was just like, oh, we're, 
We're Y'all here. Don't care? This is this That's is like crazy. Twitter. Might as well be. It might as yeah. it might as well be Twitter. And <clears throat> like there, there was just a lot like a live shooter in Baltimore. Like we are like these things keep coming more and more frequent. And I really, I I honestly didn't even want this first episode to be that heavy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't seen us in a while. I wasn't about to show up. With that's, that's the social issues on the first episode, but like I've been really like we feeling them just like everybody else. Yeah, when's the better time? When's the better time? When is the better I mean, time? Kendrick made that introduction, no? Yeah, that's very true. I've been trying to use my discernment when it comes to um, like productivity and duty. Um, mm-hmm. And duty is one of those things that a lot of people try to avoid. Um, we talked about that actually in the in the last season, even with the last couple of episodes, when it comes to just being in Kansas City, being a part of Kansas City, being a part of the community, and, you know, having to talk about these things because we have the responsibility to do so. Yeah. And so I didn't want to start off. I, the, the first episode was a completely different idea at first, and we're going to have to push it back further in the season. But I was just like, no, nah, I'm not about to not talk about this because that's exactly what y'all want to have happen in my workspace. Like, you want my black ass to not be affected by – 13 black people being murdered in the grocery store. Huh? And then this man itemized everything that he was going, like the step-by-step, the play-by-play. And then, you know, like they just started stacking on top of each other even more, it seemed, after that. And I won't get into my personal opinions about that, but it's more so just kind of like, how do you expect me to focus with, with these things going on you know and that's just one of the many line you know like the laundry list of things that have happened since 2022 has started shit this the last two and a half three weeks yeah nothing but back to like you don't it feels like you almost don't get a chance to mourn and grieve yeah because there's another incident happening that's equally tragic and crazy and violent you know and it's just like okay all right, wow, it hasn't even, it's just Sunday. It's I mean, just like Monday. you said, like, back to work, like, nothing happened. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I just can't. It's it's just not normal. It's just not normal. I remember, like, I don't know if your, your guys' parents have the same experience, but, like, even, like, when Martin Luther King died or, like, when JFK was assassinated, mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> when Martin Luther King was assassinated, I'm sorry, um, was assassinated, like, people had time to mourn. My mom was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, we didn't go to school. Like, it was school work Mm -hmm. like how am I supposed to process and this is a person that um people might not have known personally but it was it was still just the impact and then the loss like behind that what is what caused so much grief and justifiable grief but now you know like we literally are like maybe maybe 365 days from people like actually losing real family members myself included Mm -hmm. um you know people just not being here anymore after a deadly disease just swept the entire fucking planet. And now, whether you believe it or not, whether you believe it or not, a lot of motherfuckers died. Motherfuckers were dying. All right. Like, and my job, like, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, I work with families for now. We'll put a pin in that. But like one of the families, um, the mother passed of COVID and like, you know, someone else has to take care of these children. And it's like, how do you, process that like it is a, a lot of people have been affected shift like the a, a complete culture change yeah mm-hmm. it definitely is. even down to how we've normalized like differences in people's scents mm-hmm. and smells and like oh what can you smell what can you not smell oh you can't taste this and like it becomes a topic of com- yeah. conversation now and granted yes enough millions of people were affected that there needs to be that common ground of like oh you you know whatever but 
it's like this this is this is our reality and like even back to workplaces like there was a point where my coworker was like well excuse me my supervisor was like Y'all, this little boy walked past the window. I'm going to just say it. And his <laughs> mama, like, slapped him in the back of his head. Like, come on. Like how you were slapping like the, how the I was, yeah. in the back of his head? Just like that. Yeah. Like, but um, glad we got an example earlier. Yeah, yeah. But my supervisor, um, it was in that process of, like, okay, we keep having to leave the office for safety reasons because of COVID. But we're actively trying to push ourselves back into the office. And one day she was just like, everybody keeps talking about, like, you know, post-COVID and this new normal like but what did we do before this new normal and so for a lot of people they're trying to it's almost like when people say well what did you do before you had a cell phone Mm -hmm. or like well what did you do before you had this piece of revolutionary whatever and it's like a apples and oranges but also it's like there's such a dire need to get back to normal and business as usual and go back to a time that literally would not happen again Mm -hmm. like it's like smoking on planes like, you're not going to mm-hmm. see it again. again. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see ashtrays and back seats built into the car anymore. Like, there's just certain things about society that are not going to go back to the way they were previously. Yeah. And it's frustrating to be in that interim of, I've got to play the game, go through the motions, and appease whomever yeah. in this, like, space and time. Like, it's infuriating, <laughs> quite frankly. Infuriating. It's frustrating on every level. And even down to, like, housing and... <laughs> commercial properties versus residential properties. And they like, me, y'all. I'm sorry. Look. Like somebody was talking about how like they just want us to get back to work so they can justify the rent of these buildings. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's probably some truth to that. Like everything is a business. It's just, it's just crazy out here. Everything y'all. feels like empathy fatigue. Like I think people mm-hmm. are tired of being kind, tired of being compassionate. And it's easier to go back to like I'm having this now. very like, seamless almost like machine running and so it's like we we have seen that people are way more productive working remotely the ability for people to be at home and you know childcare and housing and now that gas is going like all these other mm-hmm. things we have mm-hmm. shown that we have figured out different ways that are innovative but also efficient and sustainable and then we see well why do I need to be at work? Gas is almost five dollars. Like, why do I and need there, to be in a building? And there I are can, some people that like need that, mm-hmm. right? They need to mm-hmm. get out of the house. They can't be productive in the house, whether it's mentally or like some outer, like some people need to get yeah. out of the house for work. So, like, yes, that exists. But there is a whole lot of other people that have this whole. I mean, we were just talking about gas at work, like. Mm-hmm. It's some people that just didn't go back to work or just chose not to just off the strength of, like, nah, that commute. Like, I don't have to put my meat or my mm-hmm. car through that. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Start reevaluating things differently. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the face because, yeah, sorry. I'm trying Listen. to, like, make my eyebrows talk. Sorry. No, I because I know you you really, like, fought against huh? that. <laughs> she got her ankles out and she just feeling a little breezy today. You gonna have to Let me see what her. you was doing. You said you was trying to make your eyebrows. Yeah, do what yours is doing. Do what yours is doing. Do what yours is doing. Let me sit over here. They just oh, do that. Man, yes, man. But like with my with my job, my uh, my nine to five. Um, yeah, like some they've been pushing us to go back into the office minimum two days, like a week, and quite literally every single week someone has gotten COVID. Every single week, and I'm just like, y'all gonna have to give me a thirty day waiting period to where nobody has it. Before, I mean, 
I mean, and don't get me wrong, like, the type of job that I have, like, it's important for us to, tone is important. I will yeah. say that, especially, like, over complete computers, like, you know, like, when we're actually trying to solve issues, and you have to be efficient, and you have to be fast, like, I understand, like, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't have a shitty day at work yesterday, like, I thought I was going to have to, have to. I went into the office, and I hated it, I hated it every second, like, I was like, oh, I'm driving here, um, there is not any traffic, but I'm still pissed that I'm just driving here. I was pissed when I got to the parking lot because now, like, the parking garage is, like, packed with people because they're, like, because all the departments are starting to come back. And I'm like, mm. well, this is, ah, all right, it's fine. I get there. Nothing all the works. Things. Like, you know, just all of the reasons. I'm, like, dragging my ass, like, this is why I need to be at home. This is why I need to be at home. Why am I here? And so I get there, and, like, once I get all my shit to work, it's just like, ah, okay, there's a couple people who I haven't met who I knew I was going to meet and I knew I was going to like. So, okay, that's good. Okay, there are a couple people who are more knowledgeable about me for some things, and I don't have to, like, wait 20 minutes for a response. You know, mm -hmm. like, there are and there are benefits to it. And then also, like, I had to, what, one of the things I spoke with my boss about is, which is unfortunate for black people when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. They added that E in there. Um, but diversity and inclusion specifically, like, I had to explain to my boss, like, you know, being, being in the Midwest, just being aware of just, like, my demographic where I am like maybe the people I've worked with you know I've had minimal experiences with black people mm -hmm. and a lot of you know like even like when I'm on the phone with people and maybe he doesn't like like the way I said something I was like did you hear the way she said it to me like do you hear the way I'm getting talked to and I have barriers and blocks you know like that keep me from doing my job that other people of the other races don't have and I'm on I'm in a department that's mostly men um, there's one of the black women, you know, like there's maybe two other black people in the whole department, you know, and, and it, I'm not going to, I'm not using that as an excuse, but that's some important people, facts. Those are important but facts. it's a very important fact that it's just kind of like, if you like as a black woman specifically, like, I don't know what type of experiences these other people in school, like, yeah, let's just be honest. Like I work in it, like motherfuckers is nerdy. All right. Like, I don't know who you, I don't know who, what your bully looked like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, ha I have to do a whole lot more with my personality and letting mm -hmm. people see that in order for people to be okay with me. So in order for people to be yeah. feel comfortable enough to be like, oh, okay, like, to put their, you know, like, I have to, like, do a whole lot more for other people to, to put their guards down and to make other people comfortable. So, like, kind of coming into the office benefits me in those ways, but mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, well, shit. Like, I don't want racism to be the only reason why I'm here. Like, I don't want, like, yeah. discrimination and just, like, cultural bias to be the only reason I'm here. But it seems like that's, I mean, that's just how I feel, you know? Because other than that, I have no real, I ain't got to be here. Um, and then people keep getting sick. Like, and all of the protocols, like, I don't know if y'all noticing, it's, it, it's making me itch a little bit right now. They're not sanitizing shit like how they was before. They're oh, not wiping nothing. Oh, that's now. They're not. That's part of the fatigue. I, give me some of the, give me some hand sanitizer when I slide up in here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I don't be seeing like just I don't know like the level of caution that I already had pre COVID that I, I was hoping everybody would have like the upset. I loved the obsession with motherfuckers just making sure that their hands were clean. And now it's just like, well, shit. I mean. What you People shaking do? hands again. again. I'm running into that issue. Like, oh, I'm shaking my damn hands. I am shaking more hands than I've had to. And the amount of people that like to stand by you, like maskless, and talk to you, and it's just like you don't feel you don't feel that. You like that? 
You don't feel naked? Oh, you know, masks was always, uh, they were always optional. They were were always always up in the air. And so now that we're back into summertime, like, it takes, I was just telling Corey this before we recorded, like, it takes more of a concerted effort to be like, no, I'm going to still walk in the room with my mask on. And then maybe at some point I'll pull it down, take it off, whatever the case. But, like, Corey at the bookstore still has signage up, like, please wear your mask. Like, and people will be up in there with their mask on. And it's just like, who doesn't like everybody hates a summer cold, right? Mm-hmm. Like catching COVID getting in the sick summer all over again. Yeah. And like my and I had this conversation with my supervisor this week. Um, we were just kind of going through a performance review, and they were like, "What's the worst part of your job?" And she was cackling, laughing at me, but I was like, constantly being exposed to germs. And granted, we're talking about toddlers, so yeah. yeah. But Oof. the Ugh. the normalization of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I felt that. I'm sorry. Continue, please. I, but I had to feel that. Like, oh, being a librarian with kids. Like, Listen, oh. if y'all listening, this is your favorite auntie and your best friend's doula. Cute kids just don't do it like they used to for me no more. Yeah. I love them. I love these little souls that have graced this earth. They just they are filthy. They so sticky filthy. and Disgusting. just so. But I mean, for teachers, like that is it, it's it's so normal to just be like, oh yeah, gone and it's almost like they like want to get sick because they know it's coming and you can get it out the way. And it's just like this whole culture of we just, and mind you, this is pre COVID. I think anybody that works with kids is always going to deal with this, but uh, mid post COVID like hello it's and it, it's really hard to stay focused on like being diligent and um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess maybe diligent, but to like really push yourself to like re up on masks, re up on gloves if you were ever wearing gloves, like keeping sanitizer, making sure you run like all yeah. the extra stuff that really myself included, a lot of people felt extra for doing during twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. It's like slowly we need to be getting back to it. Yeah. But I mean people now it's this new wave though. of coke. It's an exhaustion. Are so exhausted with like trying to be considered of those things, like, oh, am I And just see having people? to be mindful of it. I don't it. know where they've been at. Do I have hands in like yeah. it's a lie to be considered all those things that we at one point in time did normally and then absolutely did not do it all for a period. And then going back and being like, well, it's just easier for me to not. Like, well, even being mindful of like transmission, that'll drive you crazy. Like how many people have you seen today? How many people have I been around today? Like that's the part yeah. that'll drive you crazy. Like it mm-hmm. kind of kind of reminds me of like the peak of Black Lives Matter movement and mm-hmm. just that period of like like you said, empathy fatigue and, like, getting exhausted with caring. And, like, of course, I just don't want to not care. However, like, I'm getting obsessive with this. I'm getting – like, you have to check where your mental stands with it. And for some people, maybe it's just easier to not give a fuck. Hey, you know, well, the Caucasians have been letting us know that they really – they've been not giving a fuck. Never did. That's the only thing about (laughs) – look (laughs) – I'm sorry. I have never seen more people admit to not washing their ass properly – then Proudly. since the pandemic started, Proudly. like, I mean, we kind of, you kind of guess, you kind of just, unless you I just never need it, to like, be personally on that, but like TikTok, um, our friend Olaf, he said something, he tweeted something that I was like, this is very real. Like TikTok, like people are very explicit with like, mm-hmm. very, like they be showing a lot of personal things that can be so normalized. I have seen too many Caucasian people unprovoked talk about how they don't be washing their ass for real. And that's been blowing me. And it's like, with this information that you guys have been getting, even if it's just a key key think piece for Twitter, whatever, I'm like, if they're not washing their ass, they're not washing their hands. 
And oh, you already knew that. Like, you already knew that. We've been on they ain't washing their hands, but it just got even worse. And it was like, that makes me want to get a look. I started Imagine cleanliness spray, privilege. The gel, the sprays the in my car. Every time. On, it's on my man. backpack. Like, the, eye, the people that, like, give you the eye of, like, oh. You're one of them. You're still in pandemic mode. Like, and it's like, mm. Yeah, I am, actually. Squirt, squirt. And scoop back because you were a little too close. Like, <laughs> Dirty, but just ah, uh, I can't. Like I literally, it it reminds. It takes me back to like when I worked at Schlitterbahn. When we worked at Schlitterbahn, we did work at Schlitterbahn, and it was like, <laughs> you know, being uh guest services and having to like put the little wristband wrist on people, and yeah. they would have like all this like oh, oil. Flash and cash was awful. The, look, wet money, like oil, sunscreen, all this, and it's just like. I have never, I have never wanted, like, I have never had so many, you know, white folks. So I'm just like, oh, this is, this is y'all's normal. I don't like it. Can you take this? It's wet. And you just pulled it out your swimsuit. You ain't got no pockets in that. I know you peed. What am I going to do with that? I know you peed in the water. What am I going to do with that? You was in there peeing. That's what it reminds me of. Nasty. (laughs) Pissing me off. Like, I'm pissing me off. I can't even, y'all, like. But that's real. But you, like, people at the gas station now, like, we pumping gas, we touching phones, we wash, type, we touching our face. Like, it's just all that, and it's like, wow, just literally seven months ago. Yeah. Actually, if you was doing that in the first place, I'm still kind of looking at you, like, sideways. That's a little weird. Um, Especially gas pumps, bro. Like, (laughs) oh, my God, gas pumps used to make me crazy. Like, I don't. I I could go on and on and on about, like, how germaphobe I can be, like, in certain scenarios. Um, Luckily, I didn't see me take that shot before this. But, you know, like... Just know. Just know. But I... Ah, it's... I don't know. I don't know where just we turned it off. I don't know where, like, the line of, like, we don't give a fuck and... Nobody ever really wanted to turn it on. Nobody wanted to turn it on. And honestly, now I'm seeing more people get sick than I know. Like, Mm -hmm. at first... COVID was the boogeyman for me because it was like nobody I knew got it. Not mm-hmm. to say that it wasn't as equally important to be yeah. cautious, but like, thank God at the time in my mind, like nobody I knew personally mm-hmm. had it. And it's like, well, job, you want me to come in every day, but the day that we have the most traffic of people mm-hmm. every week since you have opened the office up to tell us to come in, somebody has gotten COVID. Mm-hmm. And I don't get That's how real. you, and I mean, every single time, y'all, without fail, like I'm just hoping. Okay, well, maybe that'll be it. Maybe that'll be mm-hmm. it. I don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to normal, whatever that means, or at least I want to do my job and, like, not rock the boat at work. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm already black and I'm a woman and I'm opinionated, so it's already difficult for me to, like, just kind of reel in what the ailments and alls that I have with work. But it's just like, come on, like, y'all, like. But it's just, like, the way that we're mm-hmm. handling it, I think, is the thing. Like, it was like, all right, well, if you were in direct contact with this person. People aren't afraid anymore. Yeah, why not? I don't look. <laughs> yeah, it's And to your point, I am, I am starting to run into people that I know that yeah. are now. And these are people that have not had, like, have been able to skate the last two years without having anything COVID-related happen to them. And then suddenly, you know, going back to work or yes. whatever, being around people again, and yes. boom, now they're sick. Yeah. And I just think, like, I do think it's an uptick. Like, it's summertime. We out here. Everyone wants to be outside doing the things, day drinking and brunching. But, like, it's still out here, y'all. Like, it's still a thing. And I think that, again, that empathy fatigue kind of, like, that I feel like at the surface, but also just all the things happening in the world just allows for us to be like, "Mm mm-hmm. 
whatever. Whatever. It's not going to happen to me. And it's like, <laughs> all right. And, and the crazy yeah. thing about this go round is like, okay, first of all, every variant changes the mm-hmm. way it hits you. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can really rule out taste and smell all the time as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was this guy, He, um, I think his name is Josh Neal, but he does, like, all – Everything he puts on Twitter goes viral, so I know it goes mm. viral on TikTok. But he always has the really good, like, skits. Who does it? Not a good description, but y'all know who You're I'm talking great. about. You're doing yeah, great. But he tweeted that he finally, like, got this big break, and he got a role in a movie, and it was, like, his just, like, dream moment. Like, this is what I've been working for. He gets on set, has to take a test. He has COVID, but he has no, like, symptoms and stuff. And so he was just, like, devastated. I don't know this man personally, but shout yeah. out to you, Josh Neal. But just that, like, yeah, this go-round is different. And, like, people, like you said, people that have never gotten it before, I'm seeing a lot of that. Or people that have, and it's just, it's it's a tricky time. A lot of the mass uh, vaccination centers and testing sites are shutting down. Mm-hmm. So now you got to, like, repent where you going. <laughs> Kids cost again. Like, and you know. A, yo, that's another I thing. I paid $15 that. for a COVID test a couple weeks ago. Boy, listen. Yeah. That's how, I mean. I can't even say your mama can pay $20. But now everything is way more expensive and inflated. So now who can afford to miss a day of work when we're back to work? Not me. And now you're forcing me to go to work and I need to make sure that I'm covered. You know, gas was low during 2020. And really who's to say what job, and who's to say what job is going to keep honoring their COVID policy for real, for Mm -hmm. real. Like it was a point where you couldn't come back for for 14 days, like just Mm -hmm. off rip. Yeah. I don't think my coworkers don't hear this, it's but not. we it had to take assessments me, yeah. before going in. We had, we used to have to take health health assessments before going in. They took all of that out. It used to be like one way in, one way we out. We still do security exits. We had a whole lot of things to do, but now they don't do shit. Like it's just literally business as usual. And I'm just like, y'all want me to come into this office, but you know, y'all y'all can't afford for me to not be here. Mm. Like just at least with the type of job that I have, y'all can't afford for me to get sick and not be okay. Yeah. But now you want me to come come into work, risk getting sick. Risk missing money. Risk, like, rent has gone up. Gas mm-hmm. has gone up. Food mm-hmm. has gone up. You want me to survive. You want me to exist. But now, like, the climate is totally fucking different. And now, like, I literally can't afford to miss work. Like, it's not, it's it's just not up for discussion. And I'm sure, like, I'm not the only one, like, to where. It's the perfect time for a riot. Like, it's the it's perfect, perfect making for, for, like, Set it on all fire. of the things. Like, seriously. Yeah. It's, this is recession plus post-pandemic, we don't know what the fuck is happening, plus, like, we are in a space of still seeing and witnessing all this violence. Like, this is the perfect makings yes. of a kettle bomb of just, like, no, nah, we're not doing this. People want to... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to live in the home that I live in and not right. be worried about scraping paycheck to paycheck, and that's already a thing. And then, you know, we again, gas. I want to do the things. Make it make it make sense. Survival yeah. like forces you here. to never get around to the, your goals or the mm. things you want to do. Like there was a point through twenty twenty one or so that I was blessed to like start paying back debt because that was a goal. Mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to do that when you focused on surviving mm-hmm. or when you're trying to focus on saving as opposed to paying back? I mean, there's just all these levels to adulthood. None of us have children. So, like, that's, we look. we didn't have to deal with virtual Jesus. learning. Look. We didn't have to deal with Hallelujah. the woes of hot spots and internet connections. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you got to get an extra praise. Like, God, I appreciate that. Look. Listen, you're not wrong. You're like, not wrong. and don't get me wrong. Like, some people, they just, I mean, I think what I'm learning the further I get into adulthood is, like, none of this shit is new. Just as far as, like, struggle mm-hmm. and frustration mm-hmm. and just and it don't the stop. level of 
this ain't right that goes on. Like, I remember when gas hit $1.99 and my mama, like, never tripped on stuff like that. She was always like, you got to have it anyway. But that was the one time she was like, God damn, like, $1.99? Like, <laughs> really? Right, nigga, go stock it on up. This what we doing? Like, mm-hmm. Kansas is like 20 cents away from five bucks for gas right now. I was like, Can I tell you when what? I drove by Speedway and it was like four sixty nine, And I said, Speedway? wait a minute. When uh, I can't hit my North Kansas City's cheap gas. As uh, uh, a Northlander. Huh? Uh, Grandview has cheaper gas than Speedway did. Uh, like a moment cents. of silence. Oh, a moment of silence. <laughs> a moment of silence for the wine dotians because y'all already know Speedway gonna cut you at least thirty cents. Like they said, four sixty nine. Four come 69. get it. Oh man, what you gonna I do with it? it? And I think the older we get, seven? like that empathy fatigue. That that tweet that was like, y'all just gonna keep talking about gas and food prices. Yes, yes. ma'am. Yes, sure yes, ma'am. Because sure it's not normal. Mm-hmm. That's not, not normal. normal. And we need to continuously talk about how it's not normal, and there should be other alternative solutions to this because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. What I would really love for people to like just, I hate to use the word revolutionize, right? But just because I was though, like Corey talks about getting an e bike. Right. That's a solution. And no, it's not everyone's solution, but for real, for real, rental bikes are an option in Kansas City. So technically Hey, you you, you know bike, you the bike walker. I, I used to, I used to be the bike plug, man. Yeah. But um there's that. And then I was joking one day, that's like, true. man, I'm about to figure out my um bus route. Now KCK, Hello? that's a whole other conversation of like efficiency. <laughs> But um, listen, y'all gonna see me out there with my little fan <laughs> and my umbrella because not an umbrella. <laughs> I got blocked the sun. What's going on with the umbrella? It's gonna block the sun. Right, Mary Poppins, do your thing. Yeah, I like it. You, you know, know somebody's auntie for real, and I love that. For real. And I, I mean, that. I'm gonna keep paying these gas prices. Yes, I'm gonna keep you know thanking God for making a way. However, like. I think one of the other steps next to let's just burn this bitch down is like, I mean, how innovative we want to get, like how creative we want to get, like our our generation ain't really had the carpool. Yeah, the next couple of weeks, radical alignment probably about to be carpooling again because we used to. Because listen, we are traveling a distance. Glad you you brought that up because that's exactly what we're gonna be doing. Listen. (laughs) We ain't talking about this in the meeting yet. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm down. It, it's I'm un, down it's for unspoken. a good carpool situation. We're about to get a bus. We thought we was doing... <laughs> Kick us up. I'm going to be outside. We thought we was doing some carpooling downtown. Right. Yeah, let's consolidate cars, guys. It's hard to park. Now Look. we got lots of parking. In. Rotate Look. vehicles. Hell, hell. Right, I can't... Whose week is it? Whose week <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'll, I'll start a spreadsheet. Don't worry about it. Start a spreadsheet. Don't worry about it. it. You know you good at that. Don't worry like about that. that. Yeah, that shit is stressing me out. But like, especially like all of this, especially like with the violence that you were that you had touched on, like a woman in Kansas City, a pregnant woman pregnant. in Kansas City got shot five times last week. By who? The police. Oh, okay. Moment of silence. <laughs> what? A genuine mic drop, yeah. How what? do how does this happen? Mm-hmm. Hands what? up. Very clearly pregnant. What's what? Five, you said five months? I think. I'm not sure. She got shot five times, mm. but I'm not sure how far along she was, what condition the baby is. The KC Defender um, covered the story, so we can circle mm. back around with them. They are homies. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much the story. I don't even really want to. And that's just far. here. I just want you to think about that. Like, I want you to think about that. And they're when trying to frame enough? it to where, like, 
she they uh, allegedly had a she gun had a weapon. in her hand. Huh. Trying to say she had a weapon. Oh, man. This is, okay, not to take away from this moment, because it is a very important moment, but I, somebody, okay, I'm going to figure out who told me about watching this show, and I'm going to thank you personally, but until then, thank you whoever you are. <laughs> it was a great show. Right. We Own the City, mm-hmm. y'all should watch that. It's on HBO, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just makes me think about that, because it's it's um the police situation in Baltimore surrounding the Freddie Gray, but just, like, listening to them... Listening to police officers who are defending, like, these shootings yes. on innocent people and how very clear and objective they're like, well, good is good and bad is bad. And it just makes me think, like, there's literally no person that you deem worthy enough to save and to, to handle with care and protect when it comes to people of color. And mm-hmm. it is infuriating. It's Pregnant with like women and children at yeah. some point in time. There yeah. was a rule. And now it's like Ain't oh, no and no cold no more. Now you yeah. never was can for be, them. you know, mentally ill, disabled. You can be pregnant. Like there is no there is nobody that is off limits and it is absolutely sickening. Yeah. And there I I there was a point where I used to work in a space where I worked closely with law enforcement officers in the capacity of like training them on not humanity, but just Things like training them on installing car seats or just these little caveats of the job. And that's a lot of people's approach. It's like, well, they just need better training. They need this. They need that. And mm-hmm. it's like, at the end of the day, they can learn what to do if somebody drops a baby off on their doorstep. Like, mm-hmm. they can, because there's a very humane piece of their job. Like, they run into scenarios that require that. At the end of the day, they know what they can do. It's it's the it's the what is it? The blue bond, the yeah. the 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 cold. I mean, it's just the FOP. Hey, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It, it's it's just a it's a yeah. a very well known unspoken code that mm-hmm. it's yeah. almost like find a better use of your energy than trying to penetrate it. Or yeah. my my next solution, I can't say on air because it came out the mouth of a Black Panther, but rightfully <laughs> so. Absolutely so. Hey, rightfully so. When you ready to do something wild. There are ways. I'm just there yet. Like, I can't, I mean, I'm not a legislative type of person. I have my own personal beliefs with that. You ain't got to believe in them. But I'm just like, I'm, it's kind of like you got to be ready to die about this shit at this point in time. And, like, at this point, it's it's like that. It's straight like that. So, Mm. I, you know, it. Cause, cause, what else? When, when else? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot even believe that. I can't believe that this Caucasian man was humanely walked out of this grocery store after murdering people. Hmm. I and it's it's a it's a pattern. It's almost at this point you kind of wait and see the headlines as they come in, and you're like, okay, well, who was the shooter? Who were the victims first? Okay, now who's the shooter? Oh, it's probably a white person. Are they dead or are they alive? Did you take them in, or did they choose to? Kill themselves. Like there is, there is no gray area when it comes to white life. Yeah, but there is always this question of like, well, shit. Tell me about the people of color. Like, how did you handle those people? How did you, how did you turn these victims into? It's their fault. They were in the wrong place at the wrong time. People can't go to the grocery store. We can't go to church. We can't go to school. Like, where are we supposed to be? You Y'all don't want us in our in you guys' spaces, but when we create our own spaces, it's still not enough. Now we're a target practice. It's easier. Yeah. You guys won't, co- like... That man felt safe doing what he did. 
Like there's no like there's no way like you planned and itemized every single thing that you were gonna do. Why you did it? Mm-hmm. Wrote a whole dissertation. Wrote a book. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book on it mm-hmm. and then did it. And then it was like, you know how safe you gotta feel to know they're like, hey, I'm doing this for whatever cause that I think I have, and I know I'm gonna come out of this alive. Shout out to the Dylan Roofs of the world. Let it know it can be done. And you can get fed I mean, after that. Fuck all Take the gaslight. Like, like, what more proof do you need that black people are not crazy? And then you want me to talk nice to this Karen on the phone who's talking to me like she got a motherfucking problem. So I you want me to be you want me to be chipper. You want me to be nice. You want me to have show some service, show some respect to these types of people and then and then make everything business as usual and 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 how ha- somehow you're going to have to just minimize i know you're going crazy right now but just reel it in for us a little mm. bit longer so you can mm. do your job longer so we can not pay you enough to do it also by the way um and then mm. also continue to ask more of you actually risk your health please come that ass into the office come that ass into the office i don't, with white people who i don't know I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. We've been at home. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't been no office conversation about that where you can hear, like, the certain little snickers or, you know, the certain mm-hmm. conversations that are had about shit like this so you can know where a person's mind at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or lack thereof. Or yeah. lack yeah. It wasn't until yeah. after this most recent shooting in Texas and one of the women in my office that has a child, she was, like, infuriated. Like, she came in, you know, and I just, like, I asked how you doing unconsciously. Like, obviously, I cared about the answer, but I wasn't, like, asking, like, how are you? And she just, like, went in, and I was like, damn, of course that matters to you. Like, of course Mm -hmm. you woke up with this shit, like, completely filtrating. Like, of course. Mm -hmm. And, again, it's it's so easy to, like, attempt to detach, but not really. Not really. Like, I think about when I used to have to go into schools for work, and, like, all I got to do is – Pull my mask now. Like a secretary should not have to be this literal top flight security. Mm-hmm. Literally, like secretaries should not first have to be this first line of defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so even going into schools, like you got to call or like there will be times where I would tell like office staff, like I appreciate you just acknowledging my face and letting me through the door. Like I like I've recognized that Very entering real. in this building mm-hmm. yeah. is. It could be life or death for somebody on the wrong day. And that sounds crazy to say out loud. Or, like, I think of any of the kids I used to walk home from school with. Like, if something would have happened to them babies, like, it's not real until it's real. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's too much. It's too much. And then it's, like, how much should you care? And then what are you supposed to do with all of that energy and emotion, like, combined? Like, where do you put it? What are you supposed to do with it? Volunteer? Yeah. And then the desensitization, like, for the children is yes. what kind of frightens me the most. Absolutely. Because when I was teaching and I was in the schools, I was with older kids in, mm-hmm. at, you know, at a high school. And violence is so normal to them. Like, when there was, like, I've been, in, I've been in a school with an active shooter. Okay? Like, I only taught for three years, y'all. I was been in school with an active shooter at a high school. And I couldn't get these motherfuckers to just be quiet. Like, to just know that, hey, this is serious. Mm-hmm. Like... We actually need to, like, hey, look, I know you guys don't care about math most days, and you don't care about me most days, but maybe you don't even care about yourself enough to just sit down and chill real quick until we, rem- you know, like, until this situation rectifies itself. It's not real it's And it's real. like, how do you, like, make shit real like that to people who've experienced all of this viol- normalized violence and to their your point, whole lives? And to your point, like, 
maybe not that school, but like I learned a lot of these schools don't, they are doing the drills more frequently and they're not telling them that they're a drill. Mm-hmm. And semi understandable because, of course, oh, if it's a drill, like we didn't pay attention to fire drills and stuff, right? Because this shit ain't real. But you become desensitized when you freaking traumatize somebody enough times to think, oh my God, this is real. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not. Oh, well, shit. The last three wasn't real. So why should this one be? Like, and this even, is crazy. To yeah. piggyback off of that point, I, it just makes me think about these situations that have happened and they are also now saying like they use the drill, like the drills that are being taught as ways to pick these people off, like these children off of like, hey, call out to let us know, you know, where you are if you're alive. And that you, people, you know, hollering out to the police or following instructions are now being shot because that was his way of silencing and like going through or... um. What was the other, the other, um, was it Parkland? Mm. Whichever the shooting was that happened, that literally they made it feel like it was a fire, like pulled the fire alarm yeah. and then was shooting the people that As were doing what was supposed to happen in a fire drill. Like, kids now that are killing kids know what these drills look like. Yeah. And so now it's, it's become. It's job now. Yeah, now it becomes, yeah. okay, I know you got to go to this hallway and these kids are going to go here. This is a, you know, a fire exit or this is the exit we're supposed to take when it's an active shooting. I'm going to just park here. And we see that and it's like, okay, well, now what do we do? Yeah. You're de- you are desensitized, but also we need a solution. So what do we do? And then it becomes yeah. a market for the security industry mm-hmm. and mil- and just another form yeah, of military and police state. Like it mm-hmm. just, it creates yeah. a whole market because what better way to like get someone to feed into your product than to scare them? Like yeah. here's a hell of a tactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like our generation, I'm <laughs> y'all, my brain was about to be like, y'all might not remember Degrassi, but the people that listen to this podcast going to remember Degrassi better. At least you better. Like right. wheelchair Jimmy, like that was an isolated moment. Y'all ain't that, know like, Drake was handicapped. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> y'all, one time, oh my God, if I could find that t shirt, I had I got a wheelchair Jimmy t shirt from JCPenney for two ninety nine. That sounds so right. JCPenney Luckily, had the Luckily, I have a photo <laughs> in it. <laughs> but it is oh, yeah. in the wheelchair. Like, oh my God. It's, it's legit that was wheelchair a whole Jimmy. Era. That was a whole era. Too, just but this was like 2015. Yeah. Like JC no. Penney's had some things. Yeah. Though. It was that it was, was just gym. very random. Yeah. It was a gym. But like that was like an isolated. I mean, that was as isolated mm-hmm. as Columbine. Like that mm-hmm. was just one of those moments that was groundbreaking for television, mm-hmm. groundbreaking for our generation. Yeah, yada yada. Yeah. But that put the stereotype of like it's the bully. Mm-hmm. Be nice to the quiet mm-hmm. kid. Be not you know, to but this mm-hmm. generation is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. This person might not even go to the school. Or maybe they do. <laughs> or they're, and, they're grown. Or they're grown, yeah. and then just and like you were mentioning, like the experiences you've had in schools. Sometimes it's not a straight up mass shooting. Sometimes it's just a poor child going to school. The beef on Facebook got too real the night before, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. we coming to school ready to inflict violence, and somebody's child is dead before ten a.m. Because <sighs> that also has like it's crazy. That is a thing. Yeah. And then 80s. everybody wants to run the homeschooling, and that's just a whole nother like mm-hmm. debacle. But there's just no right answer to all of yeah. this. I think that. Yeah, I and honestly, watching the think pieces about gun control kind of frustrates me now because it's right. kind of like y'all ain't got the answer, Sway. Like, and I really like not really y'all ain't got. And the it's answers, okay like not to y'all have think them. Y'all do, and you know I'm glad the conversations are happening, but it's the same conversation. Yeah, like it's the only way you don't feel absolutely hopeless. Absolutely, the fuck not. Absolutely, the fuck not. It's all not. the answers except like, the actual yeah. correct answer. Yeah. It's the only way to not feel hopeless, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, this is just as pointless. Yeah. 
So it just fills up the room until the next shooting, and then we have the conversation again, and then it fills up the room, and, you know, we just, we're in Empathy this vicious fatigue. cycle of just, like, trying to cope with our reality that mm-hmm. doesn't have any real solutions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we haven't talked about, like, we've talked about, we've, we've touched on it, but as far as, like, I guess, like, the mental health of just what a person should look like, whoa. <laughs> Doing great. <laughs> should look like in this day and age, I ain't got my water, y'all, my bad. <laughs> we didn't we didn't get that baby no ascension. We yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have it on set. <laughs> no biggie, no biggie. It's fine. We'll take care of it next time. You're doing but, great. Thank you. But <laughs> wow. Oh wait, okay, wait. Yeah, before just, before kind of yeah. skirt not skirting the topic. Skirt, 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 we, skirt, um skirt, skirt. like shift. Yeah. There was a conversation or there was um there was a point on the Twitter. I don't know it. I just heard it on my podcast. But apparently somebody had wrote to um, Quinta and, like, proposed that yes. they should do the finale of, I know that was like, the, a mass shooting episode. And it was like, look, hello? Because why is the solution saying, hey, we need you to produce a show, a fictionary tale depiction about a mass shooting of predominantly black and brown kids? Um, and adults, and this will make the conversation. It would be great if she like reply. I love her reply, but it would her be great if she had perfect. a statistic yeah. for like how inaccurate that would be. Period. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know the statistics look, of black and brown look, schools, inner city schools, it. actually having a need for the metal detectors that they have, or just all of these other security measures. And it's like yeah, fun fact, yeah, like fun fact. Yeah. If if Quinta did do that episode, it wouldn't be accurate because who's about to go shoot up a Baltimore school? Now, on one hand, times is crazy. You never know. But also, yeah. is it based person, on our experience. Is it a person that looks like us? Because that's the other piece of it. Right. Yeah. We talk, like, you mentioned how you appreciate going into these schools and, like, taking your mask down and being able to say, like, I appreciate y'all just kind of recognizing, like, this is what it is. There's also a piece of safety around seeing other black and brown faces and knowing, mm-hmm. like, you aren't my, you're not going to do it to me. Yeah. But if I see this white person walk into a school, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably a little more hesitant. Like, I'm up in arms. What you, what you doing here? And it ain't arms. no point in pretending we not. Yeah. And the metal detectors, it does, like, obviously that makes a difference in even being able to access a school or, right. like, you know, doing the whole check-in. You got ID. You got to make sure, you know, right. you got go through this whole system. Right. As opposed to, you know, suburban schools where it's open campuses and, right. you you know, you right here next to this very busy plaza or whatever. Multiple ins and outs. Mm-hmm. Like, at Sumner, I mean, they locked every single door. Yep. It was one way in, yep. one way out. Didn't matter if you was an athlete, you was trying to get into the gym, you had to walk your ass all the mm-hmm. way through the metal detectors, all the way. Like, Lean it on me was, feels different. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. like, actually, the ma- majority of the time I had school threatening school things happen, I, mm-hmm. it was when I was in Shawnee Mission. Mm-hmm. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't It wasn't in Wyandotte yeah. on A Street yeah. where, you know, there was, you know. It wasn't the, that. You know, dope heads was meeting It us, might you know, be, like, you know, a tweak here. On the corner, it might be But I, here, like, here. I know you, Barbara. But we know him. We good people. He we ain't good gonna people. bother nobody. Look. He just want a little crispy crunchy, and he gonna go on about his goddamn way. But in the meantime, like. Normalize, he ain't gonna bother nobody. He ain't gonna bother Look. nobody. You know what I'm saying? This man's sick. He minding his business. But he, you know, like, it's community. Yeah. It's community. Yeah. And, like, I feel like in black and brown communities, we're forced to create that sense of community because we already have so many we things are all we got. <laughs> we have so many things that we're all, we already have to fear, like yeah. just built on the establishments yeah. that were created for us to exist in. So, like, it, it's the white people who who don't feel safe anymore. It's like, yeah, like join the club. Yeah, you don't you don't feel safe in school anymore. Well, 
Mm. Go figure. Join the, go, join the club. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it, it's never going to be normal. I want us. I want us to stop. I want us to stop trying to normalize. It's never going to be normal. This shit is going to c- continue to be weird, like forever. Mm-hmm. And I guess when I think I have a friend and he he um he said something to me like about making like fake plans, like you know, like when a person like oh, we're going to link up or we're going to do this. I'm like, I don't like making like fake plans. And so that's kind of just how I feel about this. Like, I don't really want to talk about it, like, mm. at all, if we're not, like, really going to dive into, like, what are we doing, like, that can happen right now yeah. that will change things. And I feel like just, you know, like, oh, well, talk to your, talk to your, to, uh, uh, your, uh, legislature. your house. Send, talk to your legis- legislation. Like, send in letters. Call, call, call. For fucking what? <laughs> I've, I've been alive 30 Bills and years. policies don't change unless it comes with money. If it don't come That's when we get money, reform. And But maybe it will now that it's starting to affect the demographic that's not associated with violence, whatever mm. that's supposed to mean, whatever that's supposed to look mm. like. So I, you know, just, I, I'm sick to my stomach even thinking about it, talking about it. You know, like we, we are, you know, we can try and make light of it, but it's just kind of like, it's, it's quite literally just a coping mechanism at this point because, I mean, it's so, so sad to continue hearing these things and to try to focus on, like, I don't know, just my life has dramatically changed within the last, you know, just few months. Um, and even though, like, amazing things keep happening, like, you know, just for, you know, just, you know, I've been working. You know, we've yeah. been working. Like, things have happened in those facets. It's just kind of like it all, you almost lose your motivation to, like, create sometimes just because you have to, like, process all of this real life shit that's happening to you and feeling helpless. Like it, it yeah. numbs your, what's the word? It's like, it numbs your motivation. It absolutely does. That's it, a good well, way excuse to, me. No, it, it. it numbs your celebration really. Right. Because yeah. you, you, like you said, you do have those good moments yeah. and it's not, it's not, we're not talking about the black woman, celebrate yourself, self-care, da, 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 da. But no, like, there's so much happening outside of me and outside of the blessings that are happening in my life. I don't know where this fits into the grand scheme of the rest of this craziness. Like, it makes it hard to celebrate the wins or just, like you said, like, stay motivated to keep creating. Like, what am I creating? What am I drawing inspiration from? Like, people are talking about how TV shows now, they don't like – seeing um covid i wouldn't even call it propaganda but like covid imagery like on screen and like yeah i get it but like where the hell are people supposed to draw inspiration from like which way we gonna go with this we always say we want something that's realistic something a little like close to life but a little adjacent and it's like because i don't know if anybody watches the good doctor but when the good doctor i think it was a last season did their like two three covid episodes that shit had me crying and i was like god damn like I was thinking. I don't know how y'all watch this other stuff. That's, it's hard that's, I don't know how y'all watch Grey's Anatomy. It's hard to bring shit like that into art, though, too. I mean, it's yeah. a place where you already question it. I don't know if anybody watched, like, the new Sabrina, the uh, the Sabrina the New Teenage Witch, like, mm. on Netflix. I heard it's amazing. But, like, it's it's a decent show. Like, I liked it. Um, the ending was a little weird, but I liked it. Um, but it was, like, you got to just, there's a balance with, like, fantasy and reality because, mm-hmm. like, these are millennial-esque Gen Z esque kids and they don't have fucking phones and I'm like a phone would probably skirt a lot of this probably <laughs> a phone would probably alleviate a lot of the issues that we're running into here. Hello. I ain't gonna say nothing, but it's like none. don't nobody hear the phone. Like where are y'all at? Where are y'all? You know I just 
I don't know, like just that but part. but just to kind of pivot to just a lighter That's note. Real. Um yeah, a lot of good things have been happening to people. So I guess that's, you know, I get like, it's a really shitty place to have to draw inspiration from. Yeah. Um, but um, to, to some extent, like to counteract all of the negative shit that's happening, that's kind of at least within the past few weeks personally, where mm-hmm. I felt like, okay, like I got to find a reason to live. <laughs> I got to find a reason to want to be here and to make other people want to be here because it's, you know, it's very much that. And, like, gratefully, like, some amazing art has been created here. Mm-hmm. Our homegirl, Tangie, here, she off in the cut. She might, we might. With her gorgeous her. self. She off in the cut. And, like, she, I, I read Tangie's poetry, and I'm just like, girl, like, it is 9 a.m. Right. Why am I crying? <laughs> Get, go somewhere. Right. Like, you have to go somewhere. Go I'm going to keep reposting it. But go somewhere in the meantime. Like, I'm a cancer moon, and I'm emotional. Like, you need to relax. Listen. Like, it is very early. Or late, like depending on when I get to the store. The one where she compared like an employer in an interview to like dating, and it was like, "Bitch, of course you're gonna hire me. When will I start?" Like, it's just yeah, it's very much that. It's very much given. We gonna keep and her I for sure. I like, didn't want to be lame and embarrassing and like repost it, but I literally screen recorded her tangent about. She said singing a tune of T. Grizzly. Sorry, this little boy is so cute, y'all. We about to get the hookup. Oh, everything. everything. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm missing it and I don't get the Aww, people watch. You're not. But you're not. You're not it's fine. Not deal, but you it's know. Fine. Show them yeah. your other side. Yeah. It's but that's, that's why I'm so excited about this block party. Like, it is very much like, it's giving a moment to celebrate. Vibes, you know what I mean? We've been talking about this for a while, like, trying to be the East of Clones, you know, like, in our, but in our own ways. Like, yeah. because, I mean, like, it's it, the Corey vibe very much. It does it for me, quite frankly. So like all of these artists, like Jazz, you know, she's like the songbird of Kansas City. I love her voice. She always puts on a good show. Always mm-hmm. puts out good work. The Royal Chief again, like great live performance. I mean, this might I don't be a give for me, but I'm gonna say it with my chest. Like he's, I mean, he's giving our Kanye vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like Kansas City is concerned, lyrical content, like flow, like substance. And Beat that's selection. like a, that's a good stamp from you. Melodic, that's a really just good stamp. anything. Like I love Chiefs music, and like I'm so glad getting to see a lot of these artists in Kansas City grow. And like it's very much people who have been working their asses off for the past mm-hmm. two years since you know the fucking world ended. You know what I mean? And like how how amazing is it to find inspiration just in quite literally like the darkest times that we probably existed in? So like, uh, yes, all these horrible things are happening, but but. I mean, something has to be birthed out of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are very much like Scorpio Plutonians up in this thing. So, like, transformation, we talk about it all the time. Like, transformation is a theme of our entire lives, at least for me personally. And, like, a part of that is, like, for shit to, like, really get ugly and be okay with shit being ugly. And acknowledging that the shit is ugly. Like. That part. Artist subjective, true. But this shit ugly. Like, and we're going to have to figure out, like, what what we going to do with this. Like, because mm-hmm. something's going to have to be, mm-hmm. the show's going to go on regardless. That's that's one thing that I have had to sit with and accept, like, okay, like, you're right. It's not business as usual, but the show must go on. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck the show going to look like moving forward? And so that's that real. is. That's real. Like, and who, and ha- like, who's going to, like, take control over that story? You know, like, I'm like, well, I'm going I'm to I'm at least be able to take care of my story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the people 
that I'm writing my novel with, you know, like just through life. Like, I mean, if they time capsule this shit and like, you know, like the world goes completely to hell within the next couple of years, you're going to have, you have a real good story, you know, that mm -hmm. come out of this, you know? And like, again, a lot of beautiful things have been created out of this very dark space. Mm -hmm. So like just trying to like stay positive and like stay grounded specifically show lots of gratitude to the people who have been rocking with you through these hard times and just be so, so grateful. And, <laughs> um, and really find new meaning, yeah. like really find new meaning to the, the basics, right? Like find a new meaning to yeah. what grounding is for you. Cause maybe the grounding that you was able to like coast through in 2020, like ain't sufficing in 2022. Like that's yeah. where I'm at. And that's with okay it. too. It is. And I'm just like, I'm really excited and grateful that like Corey, you're giving us like a space to celebrate. Because it's very much a celebration of black and brown, like, yeah. and we'll never take away from that. But, like, incorporating, like you said, people that have continued to cultivate their artistry yep. through this pandemic. Like, I'm pretty sure, and I could be inaccurate, but I'm pretty sure No Play Dre started DJing during the pandemic. He sure did. He might have he started before that, but he definitely yeah. started sharing his gift publicly during that time. Jazz, Royal Chief. Yeah. Like, they yeah. were working yeah. before, yeah. but... Or yeah. They decided, like, well, why wait? Like, I yeah. guess I'm about to drop this project or yeah. drop this capsule or just whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm hype. I hope y'all pull up to the block party. Y'all yeah. know where Black and Brown is at this point. And if you don't, that's okay, too. It's still there through trials and tribulations. Uh, you know, dig? Corey done a, accomplished some things. Did you post? No, somebody else posted. Actually, that was a really dark quote. I ain't going to quote them verbatim. But it was it was basically saying when you like conquer the extremes, <laughs> like what what else is left? Yeah. And so like I feel like you have like got to this eleven month mark with black and brown, and it's like girl, you done had the hiccups of hiccups and like graced through them. Ooh, girl, I appreciate that. And nobody said you made it look easy. I don't I don't feel like black women have to continue to make things look easy. Mm -hmm. But like yeah, it's time to celebrate. It's definitely time to celebrate. Like, and, yeah, again, Corey, th like, yeah, it. Thank you for letting us be a part yeah, of your wins. Thank y'all, no, seriously, because sure, sure. y'all have been my rock through a lot of stuff, okay? So, <laughs> so honestly, like, we started this podcast I during a pandemic, and for us to, like, have made the strides that we have made in this kind of space alone, like, yeah. and then also in all of our endeavors, we've been able to, like, just carry ourselves, and, you know, whether it yeah. was we started as entrepreneurs exclusively, and then we returned to the workforce, then we're juggling all these things, we've pivoted mm -hmm. away from certain career paths, we have, like, you know, considered school, went to school, you know, maybe decided school is not the, you know, the answer, but just, like, Existing in all the ways that we have been able to exist and like do that and bond this really and form this really dope bond of like sisterhood and like always being able to show up in the spaces like the people that we have had come on to our show like giving platforms and their to gratitude. those people yeah, and connecting amazing. and hosting like yeah. we have done so much and we have juggled so much and so. All the things that we've accomplished, this is for us. I'm so. about to try to make the Cancer Moon cry real quick. <laughs> <laughs> not for real, but just a little she bit. Because like this is a perfect, like, like wrap it up, not completely, but just a little bit. Like, to your point, Corey, to piggyback, like, <laughs> I feel like radical alignment, like, has also 
gone through the strides. I ain't even gonna look at her. <laughs> Did y'all see it? Y'all need to see it. I hope y'all saw her first. Oh, She's looking at me like my mama. Where's the my mama? Dude, no, the I hope you see turn. it first because it's I am a victim. Turn. It's the slow turn. You you be looking at me like. <laughs> and so when I return it, you be like, it's the parent teacher <laughs> conference looks over here for me. Like, I don't know which one is the child oh. and which is the parent. So what's the problem? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, so, uh, no, but, like, we wrapped up season three in February, and I've told Lex this before, but, like, what I love about us is we're not afraid to, like, slow down and, like, pause for real. And, like, there's such an urgency to stay relevant and to keep pushing out content and to keep recording and to keep having an opinion on shit that really don't matter to you. And it's, like, we, like had to get to this point of being in this studio, able to sit down and finally effing record. And, like, it's it's been a process, y'all. Like, it's been a process yeah. for us to find a new home for this podcast. Like, shout out to Mark. You know, he pivoted to move on to some other endeavors, and we had to find a way for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. Like, it's been a great process. But, like, Lex keeping her cool and her, like, composure and forcing herself to, like, step into – all of these different capacities just within planning this and getting this together. Like Lex does a lot. We really try not to make her feel alone in the things that she does, but at the same time, she's going to carry that burden because she's Lex and Lex with the big chicks. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. But like, you know, I'm, manifest it. I'm saying like swag on radical alignment as a whole, because we are back. Bitches. And it feels so good. It feels so good to be here. It feels so good to just be in this space and kind of like be able to just exhale a little bit like after I mean and I and truly I can't even complain about like the process because it's been a process but all of it has been aligned and yeah. lined up to right where right where it needs to be and that is what kind of keeps time. me grounded when it comes to just the planning the organization all of the above again before we close out we're going to have a grand opening um, we're going to send out invitations within the next week or so. So please, please, please come through and support your girls. We love y'all. We um, This space that we're growing is going to be a podcast space. So if you're into podcasting or you want to, like, we, you know, can help mentor you through that space if you would like to. Um, your voice matters. So please, like, yeah. join the space. Like, take up space. And that yeah. is what, like, I am, look, I just had to tell, I had a conversation with Niece earlier today, like, um, she had some really cool pants, and I was like, you're really cool. So, like, you need to flex these pants. I need a lookbook. I need a plus-size look. Something, because you be on it. And, like, in my mind, it's just kind of like I have to keep encouraging people to share because, like, the more the more we share, the more options we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud yeah. of, like, I was so critical maybe, like, season one, but now, like, I'm so proud of, like, how even just the music scene in Kansas City has expanded to where, like, I, if I want to pick a genre, mm-hmm. I could go there mm-hmm. and have a solid amount of artists that mm-hmm. I could listen to and enjoy just a different vibe. And so, like, it's so important. Like, we need flavors, baby. So, like, show up mm-hmm. as yourself. Share yourself. Share what you do because you don't know how you're going to impact another person. Like, that you really fact. just don't. And, like, we built such a sister sisterhood outside of just the three mm-hmm. of us to where, like, Everybody who listens to us, anybody who messages us, you feel like you feel like my homegirl. And like you, you know, just the support, the crazy support that we've received, which completely was unplanned for me. Like now, like we actually get to throw some events for you guys this this 
this go around. We get to um, create spaces. Also, if you're a photographer, like this space will be a um, a photography studio that mm-hmm. you can rent out. So like we are creating spaces for creatives, mm-hmm. so we can actually manifest the things that we are where we've been talking about for months now, like within this past year that we've existed. And I just, I, it feels so good. It it feels so good to be able to just like create the safe space and literally, like literally finally be able to create the safe space. So, so many, so many cool things that we have planning up, planned for like this, this summer, um, especially my fit girls. Look, all of, yeah. my, all of my fit and active black girls, we got all kind of shit planned for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, Please stay tapped in with us. Like, we would love to have you guys come celebrate our new space here pretty soon and meet all of the wonderful people who made this happen. So, um, yeah, I, whoo. Can I say it? Yeah, you can. Well, wrap it up then. Look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an air horn in a minute. You have an air horn now. <clears throat> I was waiting. For, I <clears throat> gave, like, a little space for you to do it earlier. I know. I, it didn't come to me you then. Just, that's okay. No, <clears throat> take your time. Can you give me the cue again? I'm sorry. Yeah. So with that, well, <laughs> with that being said, we love y'all. Um, we look forward to episode two. Um, stay rocking with us this season. Like it's gonna be a few surprises. Stay tapped in. Turn your post notifications on for the Radical Alignment IG. We love y'all, and that is a wrap. We'll wrap it up then. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> And cut.